Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week, I'm proud to present Episode 7, featuring Keith McManus, Honorary Mayor of Clifftop, actual mayor of Greensboro, Pennsylvania. Also joining us are Jim Meckley and Vince Farsada from Keith's band Stude Mulligan on guitar and banjo, respectively, as well as Mike Hall filling in on bass. In this episode, you'll hear a lot of goofs as Keith and the Stude Mulligan boys have what I can only describe as a stalwart commitment to having a good time. Keith literally yells yippee after every tune, non-ironically. It's amazing. I'm very much endeared to these guys. Their energy is infectious. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, Keith let me set up shop in his tent. I recorded eight episodes at Clifftop, and I'm not sure if I would have been that productive without his hospitality. Thanks again, Keith. Stick around to hear how to get access to this week's bonus track, featuring the aforementioned Vince Farsada, leading a rousing version of the quintessential old-time song, Ruben's Train. All right, let's get started. Keith McManus, everybody. Thank you. 
Doing so good. Welcome to the show, Keith oh, McManus. It's a pleasure to be yeah. here. Get up in the cool. Yeah, and that liquid sunshine we're having in West Virginia right now. Yeah. When did you get up this morning? And how uh, late did you sleep? Oh, well, I <laughs> slept in today. I slept in till nine. That's, that's a leisure. Slept in till nine? Nine, yeah. Guess, guess how late I made it. Uh, I... <laughs> 11.30. 11.30? I was so impressed with myself. I think it's because I stayed up till 4. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. that, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. It's yeah. up there. It all depends on your bed, too. If it's nice and cozy, you can just... Yeah. I got one of those hammocks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so we're at we're at Clifftop. This yes. is Sunday morning or afternoon by this point. Is it Sunday already? It's Sunday already. We I only have seven more days. I never can figure <laughs> out what day it is here. Yeah, it's kind of the fairyland. Or as Hillary Burhans would say, uh, Brigadoon. Brigadoon. <laughs> Timeless place. It is. Uh, so I know next to nothing about you other than your uh, badass rock and roll fiddler. And uh, how did you get into playing old time? Let's start well, there. I started out as a professional stove mover. Okay. Yeah. And it was as just, most fiddlers do. Right. And it was just too hard on me. So I wanted to pick something lighter up. So I <laughs> started picking up fiddle. And um, it's. What can I say? It is what it is. Now, no, no, I don't. Um, I've been playing since I was a kid, but not fiddle. Uh, you know, I'd have a guitar glued to my ear and be playing at eight years old. Be playing Wipeout or some kind of uh -huh. song. That Dick Dale stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then it just, you know, started out with the folky stuff and Pete Seeger. And then I heard uh, Tommy Gerald, probably about nineteen. Pete Seeger is the gateway nine. drug to yeah, Tommy Gerald. Yeah, yeah, Pete is, because uh, I was raised on Pete. And uh, then I heard Tommy Gerald play, and I just had to figure out how to do that fiddling. But it took me years to run into all the North Carolina fiddlers to yeah. find out about that. And I eventually did, but I've been in West Virginia for all my children were raised and born there. And, and uh, we've uh, been together as a band. There's a band called Stewed Mulligan, and that's, mm -hmm. uh, we've been together for... Boys, how long? 35, 40 years almost? 78, 79. And um, so we've just been playing old-time music for a long time. And yeah. we've had a, for a bunch of fellas up the hollow, we had a good good run of it, you know. And it's all about having fun. Yeah. For us. For Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some people want to have a very serious time playing old-time music. called life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't treat old-time like a job if you... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And we're in it for the money. Uh-huh, yeah. big time. You see that Mercedes I'm driving over there? <laughs> yeah, I was surprised you brought your uh, Mercedes to... Yeah, we have to show for it home. <laughs> yeah, it's, you just got to take a, take a break from all that uh, fancy old-time living. No, we're, we're an old-time uh, string band in West Virginia here out of Doddridge County, um, and uh, we've had various members over the years. We've got a hardcore group of family and all that. Yeah. Does your whole uh, family play? Uh, well, Shane does, my son. Yeah. And my older son plays banjo and drums. And, um, but um, Jim Meckley over here, I met him when he was about 19 years old and out in Doddridge County. And, and Vince Farsetta over here, he's been at it forever and ever, too. He's a banjo player, national champion, and all kinds of things like that. That's right, folks. <laughs> and a singer-songwriter. He spent a lot of time in Nashville. Yes. And, uh, and Jimmy, well, there's his guitar playing, is, I just love it. If I got Jimmy playing guitar, I'm just a happy boy. Now, is this Stude Mulligan who we're playing well, with? Well, right basically, and we got Mike uh, Hall up here. Um, uh, Mike has only been playing bass for about three days now. Oh, well, you sound lovely. He's doing pretty good. How are your fingers doing? Working on my time. Yeah. <laughs> I can play bass for about like maybe 10 minutes before I have blisters that yeah, will last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to switch fingers. I'm down to the thumb. I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> Thumb that yeah, bass like Sting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today, uh, my sort of special request was that we did some 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 tunes with words that were you guys, where the words happened under this tent or somehow within this community. So we just did Valley Forge. Uh, hey George, get me out of Valley Forge. You guys, are the only, you guys started that, correct? You, Shane, someone? Valley Forge? No, no, no. The the words, Hey George, get me out oh, of Valley yeah, Forge. Oh yeah, I think Shane came up with those. Yeah, that's delightful. That, that I know. Of. Maybe maybe he got it from somewhere. I don't know right. about. But who's to say? Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, it's, I just never know where those words come from. Yeah. Well, I had never heard it until lot, I came though. here. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to make up the holes that you, you know. Well, it gets tired playing a, a fiddle tune for a long time so you got those some words in it and go say yeah 
Yeah. Just for the funsies. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's um. Well, let's play that. Like com- to do a blue-eyed gal. Let's play the blue-eyed gal. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing this forever and ever, and um, we actually uh, used to play Western State Hospital uh, years ago when it was open, a transatlantic lunatic asylum. It used to be called many years ago, and um, we used to play it once a year and we got enough money to pay our union dues musicians union in Clarksburg and the guy that ran the union ran the hospital entertainment so he had all there's 12 bands in Clarksburg and every one of them got enough money from that gig every month for a year to uh, pay their union dues yeah but this song (laughs) we always played this song and I'd forget the chorus in it um, and I forget right when we get up the chorus I go oh my god because the chorus it goes you almost drive me crazy yeah, and they'd all look at us and they're going, "He's crazy!" <laughs> and they got their football helmets strapped to their head and things like that, you know. Uh, so you're the the way that you you do this in a very distinctive way. This this uh, tune, the way you sing it, is that because you started in? in... Well, no, you <laughs> had to. Because of his time in the asylum. Yeah, right, my, because of my your time, time in the asylum. Last yeah. time we were there, actually, there was this big yeah. wooden fence up, so and there was this you couldn't. There was a construction <laughs> fence, and there was something going on the other side, and. And we heard this, 13, 13. And we kept, oh, I wonder what, a big group of people shouting, 13. And we're kind of going, what's going on? And Jimmy walks by, and there's a hole, in, a knot hole in the wood. And he looks in it, and his stick pokes him right now. And they go, 14. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a song that um, I always hesitated when we hit the chorus. Stop it, 
awesome. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really old song, and, and it, it, it no matter, we've been playing it for 35, 40 years in front of audience from Philly Folk Festival to Poland to uh, L.A. and across all, everywhere, and it never, it always works. It's just, it's fun lyrics and it's pretty infectious fun fun little tune and it's nothing fancy and everybody can play along with it if you're fiddling or paying a banjo you can pick it up real quick so something i've always been like uh blown away by is whenever i come to this tent uh there's either like a really chill hang where everyone's sharing everything food beer everything or there's a just like monster jam and i i was always really impressed by the like you're you're sort of the anti old time curmudgeon <laughs> that's how i think of you you're the anti old you just want to have fun you want to make the party as big as you I can i want to be inclusive you want to be all. inclusive because there's a lot of people that have learned their instruments over the years and and they they haven't been entrenched in the old time scene and yeah um you know there's an etiquette for jams and and everybody's really respectful for that. But I just try to encourage, like I have people come to our Wednesday night jam, older guys that started learning their fiddle five, yeah. 10 years ago, and they come every year just to partake in this big jam because it, for all the the boisterousness of it, there'll be 50 people playing. Yeah. And um, they're just all, there's some really stellar players that really keep it together and there'll be little pockets and everybody's still playing the same thing. Yeah. And it's just, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's, just want to uh, hey Paul, want to set Paul up? Showing where to go. Um, so that, that's that's uh. It's a family affair. Yeah, it's a family affair. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta set Paul up. Man, yeah. So, but anyway, um, new arrival. So I try to just uh, be very inclusive. Yeah. Uh, about it, uh, and I try to make people welcome, so they don't feel uncomfortable. I feel like that's what the music is sort of is in its purest form. It's inclusive music. It is. You're playing music that makes sense on your instrument so that you can have as much fun as possible with as many people as possible. Right. That's but, like the but goal. But I do understand some players that have been at this for, you know, 50 years, and, and they're really stellar players. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to play Angelina Baker. Sure, know? sure. And we'll play Angelina Baker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so... I still like playing Angelina I Baker. I do, too. There's <laughs> an interesting uh, story of uh, Franklin George, Frank George, the fiddler here in West Virginia. His wife, Jane, they used to do the ice festivals, and she, um, somebody was complaining to Jane that Frank Franklin uh, asked about his fiddle and heard he liked to fiddle all the time, and Jane started complaining to him, oh, that's all Franklin wants to do. He doesn't do any work on the farm. He just wants to fiddle or play his bagpipes, you know? And so this person went up to Franklin a little while later and said, Frank and Jane, your wife said that you'd rather fiddle than work all day. And he kind of looked at him and said, well, the fact of the matter is I'd rather fiddle Angelina Baker all day long than work. Yeah. <laughs> and if you folks don't know what Angelina Baker, it's like the first fiddle tune that everybody learns. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's probably first or second. Man, it's a yeah. Stephen Foster song, right? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't know it was a Stephen Foster. That's great. Um, Would you like to do another tune? Yeah, yeah. Let's do uh, Cumberland Gap. Cumberland, yes. Yeah, do this Cumberland Gap. All right. This 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 uh, version, the way you guys sing it, has infected. As far as I can tell, the rest of the old time community. Like I, I always hear people sing on these on the B and C part. They sing different stuff, you know. But I, I don't think I've heard anyone sing it. Well, we we throw like drunk uh, Plank Road in on it here. You throw Plank Road well, in that's, on it. I won't get drunk no more. You know? Okay, I don't actually know that tune. So that makes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and it, it all it was one of those nights, you know. We were all kind of wrapped having a good time and the Swedes I think start throwing it in the Swedes started I think they were just getting the language together and they got the songs crossed over and I think they start throwing in that one instead perfect. of perfect no more perfect and it does it just works absolutely perfect well so. here we go Cumberland Gap you guys ready
Yes! Ah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so Yay. fun. I'm so glad I heard the story of how those words came about. The Swedes, they're responsible for Wait, it. Wait, I think so, ultimately. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, th they threw them in there, and I'm not quite sure it was a discourse or it was, you know... And it had to do with Rachel and uh, Rachel yes. Eddie and... and uh, See, you know, these songs, they take on a life of their own sometimes. For those of you who don't know, uh, listening audience, uh, there are many Swedish old-time players playing Appalachian music. There's yeah, Vinny's a Swede. I'm Vince Swede here. Too, yeah. Vinny, you're yes. a Swede? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got my Svenny. honorary temporary residence. Yes. <laughs> well, they call me Sven, but a lot yeah. of people call me Svenny. Svenny. I Svenny now. Perfect. Yeah, that's funny. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> This is Peanut Gallery, Swede, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Now we've been playing music for a lot of years. To get all of us have. I mean, look at Jimmy here. I mean, he was all dark haired and handsome. I used to hang out with a lot younger people. Yeah, there. he did. <laughs> and uh, now look at him. I mean, yeah. so now What's we'll, left? We'll he's go. older than all of us all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. I wanted to ask. You know, uh, so your son Shane. Yeah. Plays old time music. How? What was that like? Um, Growing up in an old-time household, I have a son. I really want him to play old-time music, but I don't want him to hate old-time music. Well, Shane... What's your advice? Went to his first festival. He's three months old. Great. And so he's been going to festivals, and we just let him be who he was. Yeah. And his older brother had a real calling for drums. And by mm -hmm. the time he was 15, he was on the road playing with a, a hardcore band. Yeah. Going to North, South by Southwest. Yeah. Things like that. And... Um, but um, Shane just, you know, I had guitars around, and he, I'd show him some thing of guitar when he got a little older, 15, 16. But we never pushed it, and uh, he always would hang out and be a kid and do what he had to do at these festivals because he spent his whole life going to them. Yeah. And, this is um, just his summer camp. Yeah, yeah. And so then all of a sudden, you know, he's playing more and more guitar, and he's got buds that are playing guitar and uh, more guys. And so all of a sudden, he's ripping it up. Yeah, you know, just ripping it up. He's had some good influence with these two guys over here, the Uncle Vinny and Uncle Jimmy. And uh, you know, they've they've taught him a few things over time. Yeah, and and he's, he sings and he tears it up. He's yeah, a, he's fun. Yeah, he's had a good influence on us. Yeah, yeah. I've I've always been surprised at the amount of um, you know clip top kids who yeah. don't really start playing until like they're maybe like later teens yeah, yeah. and they're hate awesome they yeah. probably hate it when they're little kids right yeah and then who can compete with your dad your dad's on stage all the time right, right. And, like that, and you're going oh god but then they pick it up yeah. and they become and they get because they already know all the tunes they, become, yeah. Yeah. they couldn't yeah. sleep at night he, he fell asleep <laughs> in my lap so many times at augusta different festivals where he'd be with me three years old or something and i'd be sitting there fiddling with him in my lap yeah sweet and we play in the bars. We stick him in the back table with a bunch of blankets under the table, you know, and pounce his bassinet around him and stuff like that. So. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah I brought uh, Theodore. He's um, a year and a half now, and I, I brought him to Mount Airy and Clifftop last uh -huh. year. And he had a really good time. This year, uh, wife and son are staying home because <laughs> it's uh, well. She she ends she ends up doing she doesn't play old time so she right. ends up doing a lot right, <laughs> a lot right, of yeah, yeah. so she'd at least rather do that at home but yeah. maybe when it gets a little little older a little less oh, well, you work see a little kids more running fun around here yeah they're running free Thunder. loose they're yeah. not here they're they're, they're, five, they're a mile from their parents and they're mm -hmm. amongst all these people but they're not strangers and making money selling ice yeah, yeah. making yeah. money selling ice yeah oh, man. one kid made three hundred bucks last year so. oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Sure that's, is. That's a hundred bags of ice. Well, he makes a dollar bag. A dollar bag? Oh, oh my goodness. So he delivered 300 bags of ice. Yeah, so this is work. I yeah. <laughs> wonder how much candy he bought. I think he has other things in mind. Wait, how? what kind of kid are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about a pretty cool kid. It's, uh, okay. Yeah, he's pretty thoughtful. Awesome. He looks like somebody's going to put it in the bank or something. Yeah, if you're making, if you're the kind of kid who's making 300 Three hundred bucks selling ice at Clifftop. You, yeah. you got some schemes. Yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> For uh, people who don't know the camp, we've got a parrot living in camp right up here. I hope that parrot makes it into the recording. <laughs> yeah. Hope it comes through. <coughs> yeah. What I saw someone setting up a cage when I was setting up my tent, and I was like, "What in the world?" Is gonna go in that cage. That looks like a bird cage. Whose parrot is this? Who's responsible for this? This bird. 
Now, uh, uh, where was the where was the bird while you were setting up the the cage? He's got different. He's got different. There he is. <laughs> you wanted him. There he is. Talk to him. Does he say? Does he say anything? Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's going, what? What? Yeah, he's going to see my agent. I don't know what he said there, but it sounded like. Oh, boy. I said, I said, who's a pretty bird earlier? And I thought, oh, man, this bird probably thinks I'm just like. That's like a that's like racist to say to a bird, to say to a parrot. From the bird side, it's how many things can I get these humans to say? Yeah. Well, you want to play another tune? Yeah, let's uh, we're let's gonna go to A. Get to A real quick. <laughs> likes that one. <laughs> oh boy. You like Tater Patch? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, so I recently read an article about how uh, you're a mayor <laughs> and there's a delightful little picture of you in front of a store with your banjo. Mm -hmm. Article says something to the effect of Keith McManus Greensboro, Greensboro banjo playing mayor. Well, um, I... I it's just a title. Uh -huh. uh, you don't really have a lot of power as a mayor. I mean, you always think you do because you hear mayors, mayors talking on national television for big cities and blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Soda tax. Yeah, Everyone right. talks and, about um, yeah. and, uh But you really... City council has the power. Right. And we've got a really great city council. They're smart guys, and, and they really care about the community. Yeah. And that's the bottom line, if you care about the community. But sometimes there comes a little wrinkle in it, and people don't agree with something, and that's... Whereas a mayor, it's it's all of the the politics of the deal, or just you know, okay, folks, let's come to consensus. Yeah, that's what the Quakers always do, and come to consensus and find out common ground and okay, what's fair, what can we do? Yeah, and it's all that's all you can do, you know, and and it's a small little town. I'm not at a desk every day. I don't have, yeah, I have a little desk, but I don't even have the keys to the office. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> I had to wait till the secretary is there. Um, and, but it, it's it's okay. You have to smooth a few ruffle feathers, and sure. 
and uh, you're in charge of the the police force, basically. And mm. um, I got Vince here as uh, my Vinnie Fife, so to say. Like Barney Fife, yeah, yeah, and, and I've I've called from long way off. I heard I got complaints. I was I was in California or something, and I got complaints. There was a gun shooting going on right near Vinny's house, and I said I called Vinny up. I said, hey, Vinny, there's reports of somebody shooting a gun by the brick house down there. I want to go check it out. He goes, I'm on my way, and he <laughs> went down there. Take a bullet for Greensboro, <laughs> and he went down there, and it was a bunch of kids throwing firecrackers. That's yeah, all, yeah, you know. But um, that, that's our one of our biggest problems there, you know. But <laughs> and it's kind of isolated little community, and it's famous for its pottery. And we've got an art uh, built. A, I've got several historic buildings, and I've restored them. And we have young artists living there, and uh, we got pottery going, pottery kiln. Yeah. We got a bicycle shop. Shane wants to build bamboo bikes, and he works on bikes. And we have a woodworking shop and do metal work. And did you say? I'm sorry. Did you say Shane builds bamboo bikes? Yeah, it's bamboo frame bikes. Yeah, he's got all his stuff, but he's had baby lately, and so yeah, yeah. It's been kind I heard of about that wrinkling in, in his plans, but you know, you just keep going at it. Yeah. And um, your bamboo frame bikes. Bamboo. Yeah. Yeah. Not bamboo chain. No, 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 not bamboo <laughs> chain. That would be interesting, though. No, and so um, you know, all I'm trying to do is start the Greensboro Arts Cooperative. And I, statistics nationwide, nationwide is that um, students that graduate from art institutions or colleges, uh, only 2% are doing art for yeah. a living, two years, yeah. 10 years later. And that's not counting teachers. Um, but still, you, you lose your facilities, you lose yeah. your ability to create art, you lose um, equipment, you lose a space, you have to rent an apartment, you have to get a real job, yeah. life takes over and, and you don't have the people to bounce off of you had yeah. when you're in school. So that's what I'm trying to create as a place and trying to facilitate and have a studio space yeah. and apartment. Perfect. Um, yeah. Wait, wait. So this is a living and studio, or oh, is yeah. just a cooperative? It's a cooperative. We but have. Is there a, a building? Oh, where there's people four live buildings. and yeah. Make I have art? I have a bar restaurant I live in, and someday I'd like somebody to start a, a music venue there, food and music. Yeah. And there's an apartment upstairs, a few bedrooms, and there's a hostel upstairs, and there's another apartment next to that, and then there's a antique store in a coffee house has old counters and stools and it's full of antiques and stuffed animals and what have you and and then there's betty's old house built in 1853 that's next and then on the next block is the other big building it was the art studio and that was it says davis theater 1923 it's probably built at the turn of the century and it had the first movie house and uh, if you read the old papers, all the preachers in town uh, were complaining and, and telling everybody not to go to the devil's workshop there, the movie house. And uh, But I bought this building that was uh, in bad shape and needed repair. And I bought it for like $11,000. You can't wow. buy a garage for $11,000. You can't buy a pop-up tent for $11,000. I can't buy the vacant lots next to me for $11,000. Yeah. So this is it's right on. It's a yeah. historic building. And I had to do a lot of work. Yeah. And we had to restore a lot of things in it. But we're Sounds at awesome. It. I'm going to come visit. Come and visit. We Greensboro, Pennsylvania? PA. Where is that? Just we're, above we're Morgantown. Between Pittsburgh and Morgantown, but closer to Morgantown. Cool. Yeah. Right on the Mon River. Yeah. Greensboro Art Cooperative. Greensboro yeah. Art Cooperative. We got a, a Facebook page. Right on. Come and visit our Facebook page, see what It'll we're doing. Yeah. Right. I'm going to come stay in that hostel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds delightful. It's a hospitable hostel. Yes. A hospitable hostel. And we, play, and we all play music there. So, okay, Perfect. I think we will play Greasy Coat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me get in my sawmill real quick. All right. Ah. <sighs>
Versus. <laughs> he don't yeah. he don't wear no underwear. Yeah, I don't curse and I don't swear and I don't wear no underwear. Yeah, it's weird things to lump together. <laughs> I don't curse and I don't swear. On the other hand, well, I think Shane wrote full that disclosure. One. I think Shane wrote that one too. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you take the bird away so you guys won't teach him that stuff. I don't, I don't I don't swear and I don't lie. Going to heaven when I die. That's another one. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I don't kiss. I don't. I don't tell, I don't tell all him. you sinners going to hell. Ooh. <laughs> I don't do that when I'm when I'm busking. I don't want people to think I'm. I always say I, I don't. Kiss <laughs> Plenty of people I, doing that on I the don't streets. Kiss of I don't tell, and those that do can go to hell. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what I always say. I like that. It's good. Well, I just realized I was going to end on a tune, but we just that was the last tune we planned. On, so how about how about we do we do the Sandy Boys. Let's do Sandy Boys. Oh, wonder Sandy Boys. Because I know you guys yeah. sing the hell out of Sandy Boys. No, we don't. We don't you don't. You don't sing them. Are there whole? I have a recording of you singing Sandy Boys. Well, we go. Oh, Sandy Boys. That's about all. All right. Oh, and then there, I guess there's other. Let's see what else there might be. Uh... Oh, maybe it's the Wood Ticks. We. Uh, we That's sing. what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Karen, Karen sings. She knows all the lyrics. Ah, uh, okay. So she holds the lyrics of that one. We need to get her in here. <laughs> but uh, you can play Sandy Boys. That's a West Virginia too. Oh, perfect. We'll end on West. Is, anything else? Uh, so the what's that cooperative? What's it called again? The Greensboro Arts Cooperative. Greensboro Artist Cooperative. Right. And Greensboro uh, PA. Facebook, Facebook. Come stay. Yeah. And on, uh, and party. And we got about twenty boats, kayaks, canoes. Oh my all goodness. Kind of stuff. And we got a bunch of whitewater guys that are. Maniac, so. You should start an old time festival. <laughs> We've got a, actually, we do have an art blast happening that will be the Red Turtle String Snappers will be playing there. Awesome. And um, the, the, fam the infamous band, the Red Turtle String Snappers. When's that art blast happening? Uh, that's happening, is it Labor Day weekend? So. What's the September 1st to 2nd? Is that Memorial Day or Labor Day? Yeah. All right. I'll try and get it out before then, then. Great. And I'll include links to stuff. It, now, you have. You have bunch of cds and stuff is there well, a place to find that online we got them i guess we're but very elusive we're very elusive, elusive. all right yeah. if you want a cd uh you got to catch them in a live right and then we sell them pretty cheap they're uh, two or ten dollars each two for 25 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
and we have a special on him uh, money back guarantee yeah 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 if you're unsatisfied with any portion of it send back the unused portion and we'll give you the unused portion of your money back perfect yeah and in fact our third album went triple linoleum don't forget it's not how high you are it's not how high you are it's Hi, how, how are you? <laughs> it's called Sandy Boy. All right, thanks for being on the show, Keith. Oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. You folks have a good time out there. Find yourself some live music somewhere around you and go and support it because it's the real deal. It's not television. It's not a game. It's not on a big movie screen. It's not on your yeah, iPod. It it's not in your iPhone. It's nothing. It's the real deal. Thing. If you can smell the musicians, then it's live. That's how you know.
Special thanks to the guitarist on this episode, Jim Meckley, for taking it upon himself to be Get Up In The Cool's talent scout, agent, and bouncer for the week of Clifftop. He recommended a lot of great musicians, told everyone he knew about the show, gave me money, and even paid one of the Ice Boys a dollar to keep quiet while passing our tent. So thanks, Jimmy. Sorry I was unable to fulfill your rider. I'll try and secure you that bag of peanuts next time. If you want to attend that Greensboro Art Blast, I put links in the description of this episode. It's Saturday and Sunday of Labor Day weekend, so if you're not already going to Gennaro, go there instead. It should be a hoot. Also, make sure to go to studemulligan.com to buy their CDs. If you want to support Get Up In The Cool, please share links on Facebook and tell all your friends. If you want to support the show financially and get awesome weekly bonus content, including bonus tracks, go to my website, camerondewitt.com. That's C-A-M-E-R-O-N-D-E-W-H-I-T-T.com. And click on the button that says Patreon. Or you can click on the link in this episode's description. We've got some great episodes coming up that I'm really excited about, so make sure to subscribe. See you same time next week for more Get Up in the Cool.